welcome from Amsterdam, and thanks for tuning in to a new episode of Game Consultant. Your host of today is Reinout. It is Sunday, June the 14th, and welcome to Game Consultant. The week, the week of PlayStation 5. Yeah, well, any site I was going to, I saw PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5, and yeah, lots of people have been waiting for it. So a little bit about that. Um, very interesting. Um, I also got the, the item from Joachim, elite game developers, talking about Helsinki, Helsinki and gaming. And for a lot of people, it's uh, the mobile mecca of the world. And, and he had a few pointers that I also wanted to address a little bit. So, um, his item uh, refers to his blog post. I have it um, in my blog, so you can actually read it back. Um, I'll, I'll take a few highlights from him uh, that I want to share with you guys. Um, Chris Reed is is uh, is talking actually about burnouts, and you know, um, I, I was actually thinking a lot of these these guys are actually training all day and. Lately, I, I was saying to a lot of people like esports is becoming more and more professional. So uh, certain diets, uh, certain training, uh, mental training, but also physical training. And still 23 years old. And, and I saw the post of Chris and, and a pro player of League of Legends basically said like, hey, my body has collapsed. And uh, I think he's not taking a timeout, but he basically retired. Um it's not going to be a very long uh, episode today. Um, I was actually planning to have an interview, and yesterday I made a stupid mistake. I didn't record. Oh, my God. So, um, therefore, yeah, shit happens. Uh, I'm going to do some news. I have the items then with Chris Reed, Joachim. I'll spend a little bit more time on, uh, on Helsinki, as I said. But also, there is this event called BIG in Latin America, the end of the month of June. And there's a webinar that I want to discuss a little bit more in depth. So still enough to entertain you guys. And um, yeah, I'm going to do redo that interview. <laughs> Let's do this. So besides uh, the Helsinki item that I wanted to go through a little bit that uh, Joachim um, is discussing this week, um, I, I would like to ask you to check it out, EliteGameDevelopers.com. Um, every Friday, uh, a newsletter comes out, and he has really some very interesting um, topics on that. Uh, Pitch Your Games Company, for example, uh, is one of them. Um, but he also had an interview this week, um, with, uh, Christian, uh, from Super Evil Megacorp. And on Monday he says, you know, I really, really am happy with this episode. And, um, as, um, a lot of people say, Christian, a true Finnish gaming legend, um, founded his first gaming company, Macro Space, some 20 years ago, IPO'd it, um, then he found Playfish, got acquired by EA, and so on, and so on. So there is a, a podcast with Christian and Joachim. You should, check, you should check it out. 
there you go. Um, but hey, uh, Helsinki. And um, he basically said, Helsinki is already the Silicon Valley of mobile gaming. Supercell, Rovio, seriously, small giant games, next games, and more are coming. And dozens of new gaming startups are created every year. And he's saying, but I believe that the potential next stages of the ecosystem's evolution are being held back. And he's going directly into that. And he's asking himself, well, what is it? And it comes down to, interesting enough, on data and user acquisition. So let's check it out. The episode, sorry, item of Joachim, Helsinki and gaming. Thanks, Reinhardt. Hi, it's Joachim Akren here from Elite Game Developers. This week's newsletter that we sent out on Friday, we covered a topic here uh, where we're talking about the evolution of Helsinki's gaming ecosystem. So, you know, in a sense, Helsinki is already the Silicon Valley of mobile gaming. We have companies like Supercell, Rovio, Seriously, Small Giant, Next Games, and every year there's dozens of new gaming startups getting formed. So, But there's some aspects that I think are holding back the ecosystem from evolving to the next stage. So, yeah, we do have talent. We we're bringing more talent from across the seas to to Helsinki. We've had all the involvement from Nokia from back in the day and it's still showing. But but sort of like some of the the lacks in the the skill sets that we need, especially in in the founders of startups uh, like user acquisition, data, science people. Those aspects need to come in into the startup scenes, into gaming, to further the whole ecosystem to the next stage. There's a I wrote this article into the newsletter. You can see that by going to elitegamedevelopers.com/blog, and there we have the latest newsletter. And also this week we had Christian Segestrolle from Super Evil Megacorp on our podcast talking about his career in, in gaming startups. Uh, it was a hour and 30 minutes talk, so we did cover a lot of stuff from the last 20 years, so check it out. You can find it on Spotify, uh, iTunes. Uh, our podcast is basically everywhere. You can listen to it also on the Elite Game Developers website. Uh, and then then we wrote a blog post this week about... Uh, retention metrics in free to play and we also created an ebook which is free on advanced retention metrics which you can find also by going to our blog and looking up retention metrics there so yeah that's that's it for this week uh stay safe and stay well people And uh, last week I was talking to Carlos and we were talking about an event. Uh, he mentioned that to me, like, hey, you, you really need to check it out. Um, the event is called a Big Festival. Uh, link is on my website. And um, um, they basically sent me uh, a registration code. So I'm definitely going to attend online. 
uh, very interested already. Had a few people reaching out to me, which is nice. Um, big festival, Brazilians uh, or Brazil's Independent Games Festival. Um, it happens already since 2002. And as I say, it's the most independent games festival and business forum in Latin America. Um, I, um, I, I posted a little bit more uh, on the blog. So when you hear this, then I would love you to check it out. Um, according to Carlos, basically, if you attend this, you will, well, you know everything about uh, the festival, about Latin America, uh, gaming companies, publishers. Yeah, esports is coming up. Uh, um, so if you want to hear more about that, then the episode 30 um which is called carlos talks about gaming in latin america will tell you much more about it and in that episode i also have a link to episode eight where he basically gave me an overview of all kinds of game developers publishers links to their sites so um but may i uh ask you just to check it out bigfestival.com.br and um yeah do register um it's definitely worthwhile And next to that, uh, a webinar, Future Source Consulting Webinar. Um, the topic, opportunities that the gaming ecosystem offers to a wider entertainment sector as it continues to build a bigger share of the consumer's time and wallet. And that's true. I mean, um, they also... Uh, give a little of a description consumer spend on video gaming continues to flourish with an annual spend set to close into 150 billion dollars only this year taking more of consumers free time and more importantly also the dollars um, this webinar is set to highlight and interpret it and identify the opportunities that the gaming ecosystem can offer to a wider entertainment sector for promotion of non-gaming content, identification of new re revenue streams <laughs> uh, through the new alternative delivery platforms. Um, there are two people that uh, are talking. Uh, Carl Hibbert, he is head of consumer and media technology at Future Source Consulting, and Georg. Ah, there we go. Last names. Salai. I hope I say it well. And he's the international business editor of the Hollywood Reporter. Um, so it's on Wednesday, June the 17th. So upcoming Wednesday, June the 17th at 4 p.m. BST. It takes about 30 minutes uh, and then there's a 10 minutes Q&A. Um, the link is on my site. So uh, if you like it, check it out and register. Should be interesting. Esports. Everyone is talking about it. Everyone is saying it's pure entertainment, but there is a downside. And um, this week, Chris Reed was posting something on LinkedIn. Um, and during the week, I always keep an eye on on Joachim and Chris, what they're posting, what they're talking about, and you know, it's shitloads. So, um, but this this actually. Um, this was something that I, I really haven't been 
seeing a lot lately that people were talking about it. Um, and so I did ask Chris, like, hey, can you do an item about um, esports and burnout? It's an interesting quote. As a result of staying up late for years, a fatty diet, and being under amazingly a lot of stress, last year I found out that I was type 2 diabetic. My mental state is not as good as it was before. Jian Ziao, most famous league player, League of Legends player in China. And he made this statement at the age of 23 and also mentioned that he will be retiring. I mean, 23, imagine that. So just at the point where esports is definitely booming, well, his mental state and body basically said, this is a showstopper. Chris. Hey guys, welcome back to another Rethinks. The topic today is going to be burnout in esports. And I want to start with an article from BBC News uh, this past week. It's really sad to hear about the retirement of Uzi. And if you're not, uh, if you don't follow League of Legends that much, um, Uzi is basically one of the best players ever to play the game uh, and retired at age 23. And I wanted to read a couple things here from the article, some of the statements that he made. Uh, when he announced the, the, his retirement, as a result of staying up late for years, a fatty diet and being under insurmountable stress, last year I found out that I was type 2 diabetic. My mental state is not as good as it was before. The doctor has told me that if I continue, there could be serious complications. Thank you to my fans for your support and companionship all these years. It's really sad to hear these types of statements and to see this type of retirement um, for a player that was, that was 20, 23, he's 23 years old. Um, and to hear these types of statements is, is really, is really sad and disheartening. Um, and it's not the only statements that you hear type here. Um, you know, you've heard over the past couple of years, um, you know, we talked about overwatch the past couple like, last couple of weeks ago about um, just the overwatch league and um, talked about Sinatra uh, retiring. Now, obviously Sinatra moved over to, to Valorant, um, but you just seen a lot of these statements of, of burnout and the uh, you know mental health awareness and um, you know Uzi talking about being type two diabetic and not just not having the balance in his life. Um, look, when you want to get elite at something, it is going to take time. It's going to take um, it's going to be strenuous. It's going to take effort, obviously. But there is um, a level of taking care of your health. Um, you know, human performance isn't just about in game mechanics. It's also what what you're putting into your body, uh, your sleep habits. All of those things play a role, uh, especially when you're looking at career longevity, which is another topic that is kind of a sub layer or subsection of conversations around this. Um, it's just it, it's just it's difficult to watch this, and it's and it's not just look, it's not just in esports. Let's let's make sure we make that clear. Burnout can happen in traditional workplaces. Um, and traditional sports, it doesn't really matter. I mean, burnout can happen um, in many other situations. Uh, but you're just seeing the, I think you're seeing the conversation really heat up over the past couple of years in esports. Um, and then you have, look, you have the top tier elite teams and organizations that they are putting protocols in place that's that's starting to put mental health and physical health um, at a very high level. And really at the, at the same level of you know, in-game mechanics and learning techniques and things like that, no matter what, what type of title, you know, a team's playing. So when that comes to the point of 
the you know the industry putting health and wellness on the same level, same playing field, uh, or the same level as um, as in game mechanics. I think that's when the industry can really take a significant uh, and positive shift. Uh, but I wanted to bring, I just wanted to bring this up. You're seeing a lot of um, interesting conversations on different platforms about um, burnout in esports, why it happens, and then what organizations and teams are doing to kind of not only combat it but obviously prevent it because. Really, you want to get ahead of these things. It's not something that you, know, you want to you want to try to react to. Uh, you want to have uh, all of that all of that in place and kind of get ahead of it. So, and again, I come from like a traditional sports side as far as, as a coaching the coaching side of it for me, and just working with middle and high school wrestlers, it's it's really kind of the same thing. When you're looking with the, you're looking with mental state, they can have all the technique that they want, but if their mental state isn't there. And if they're not taking care of their bodies, it's going to be very difficult for them to perform at a high level, uh, not just throughout their their initial season, but for years to come. So uh, definitely passionate about this. And we'd like to hear what you have to say about kind of burnout in esports and what you've seen with uh, Overwatch League and what your thoughts is, what your thoughts were on, on Uzi, the Uzi retirement. Um, so feel free to reach out to me a couple different ways. Um, Chris Reed, C-R-I-S-R-E-E-D on LinkedIn. You can also send me a tweet on Twitter. It's that the level at BXP. It's at the level at BXP. Appreciate your all's time and we'll see you on the next one. Sony PlayStation 5. Um, yeah, I, I read a lot the last couple of days and um, I, uh, I have a, a, a blog post on my site which is all about uh, the PlayStation 5 as the new gaming console. And um, I still was trying to figure it out. I think for the mass consumer, it's going to be end of Q3, beginning of Q4. Um, I, I was trying to figure it out uh, if, if how much better it is. Um, but first of all, it's, it's going to be between the $450 and $500. Um, that's quite expensive if you compare it to the PlayStation 4. Um, but maybe, uh, maybe things will change. But initially I, I was reading that as, as a consumer price. Um, Sony has not officially announced the games that will be coming to the new PlayStation 5, but through the grapevine, um, uh, there will, there were some announced. Um, and, and, and hopefully we will see some of our uh, own favorite games being available. Um, uh, I have the article on my uh, website. It's also about um, yeah some, some technical stuff, if you like it. Um, but I also have some links to uh, consumer sites where other people reviewed the announcement of PlayStation 5. So if you find it interesting, then check it out. Um, in any case, um, now we're waiting for another console. What about Xbox? Anyways, um, as said, uh, next time I need to remember and uh, remind myself, do record. Uh, therefore, short episode. Nevertheless, uh, I hope you enjoyed. And definitely, I find the two items of Chris and uh, of Joachim very interesting food for thought um check out also the links that i have one link that goes to chris is posting about esports and burnout and the other link of joachim uh towards his blog about uh, helsinki 
and gaming. Thank you for listening. Ciao for now. This was all for today. Thanks so much for listening to Game Consultant. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. And remember, do share this podcast with other members of the games industry.